see you, then welcome back. Today's topic is going to be about the struggles of being a first-generation Desi teen. My name is Bajaya. I'm Maria. I'm Shapriti. I'm Katika. And so to get started, um, what are some struggles do you guys think you have experienced as a first-generation teen, Desi teen? Um, okay, so I'll start. So like, I feel like one of the biggest pressure, I mean, one of the biggest struggles is pressure from your parents to like do really well. Because like being first generation, like you have a lot of like standards placed upon you that you have to like fulfill. So there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, especially since we're all girls here, we also do have a different type of pressure compared to men, but not taking it, not taking it away from them, but just like saying how it's a little different as well for us, the pressure of like being, I don't know, cause I know, well, I know, um, I know Maria is the oldest in her family. I'm the, the only child and Shapriti could be. Yeah, I'm the oldest too, so. Um. Okay, well, I guess kind of recently, like, being first generation and also the oldest, I feel like the, the whole, this kind of relates to, like, doing well, like Maria said, but, like, the whole school and, like, applying to colleges thing is, like, so new because no one's, like, done it here, so, like, I don't really know what I'm doing, <laughs> but, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's really hard because, like, you don't really have anyone to like ask for help because we don't know anyone who's like went through the college system and like if they have it was like either a long time ago so like we don't really have anyone to help so we're kind of just like going <laughs> with it and like hoping we're doing it right yeah, yeah and like especially because like since our parents came to America they don't really have connections with people to like understand the inner workings of the American education system. So sometimes you might feel like, I guess, like the loner or one left out of what the population's doing. Cause like some parents know because their parents told them and so they put it on their children. So it's kind of like our parents haven't experienced that. So sometimes we have to do everything and it's kind of like a lot of pressure, but you know, it makes us more mature, I guess. <laughs> Okay, I have one. So in like, in Daisy households, the standards are really, really high. Like, you're supposed to do exceptionally well in school. And anything less than the best is like not enough for your parents. So there's like so much pressure, like you can't just be doing average, like they expect you to do like above average. And sometimes it's not that hard. I mean, it's not that easy <laughs> to like, meet their standards because like they're kind of like strict about it so like that's a lot of extra pressure and then yeah I also agree with that because yeah and also I remember learning like multiplication at a really young age for no reason well for no reason but probably because our parents wanted us to because that we could be above average I guess but yeah and I remember like like learning was pre-installed into me since a young age and like yeah 
like getting A's was like what I had to do. It was like normal, you know? Yeah. Okay, so like also you have um a set like you your career is basically chosen for you. You either go into engineering or pre-med and that's basically it. Like if you choose something outside of that, it's kind of hard to like talk to your parents about it or like convince them to let you pursue that major. Yeah. Yeah, and I also think it's that's also because um, um they like I don't know that um that they come here like think they sometimes those jobs are what it seems like to make the most money and like our parents do want us to live a well off life because they are the ones who worked hard to come here I guess because they really struggled so they don't really want us to struggle later on in life so yeah it comes to a place a place of love but also it does really backfire sometimes when you want to go into a different um, major as well. So yeah. yeah. And I agree. And I feel like um, like with the near generations, it's like starting to open up more. Like um, parents have like this um, preconceived notion that only like you can only go into something that's like engineering or like medicine. But like now that our Gen Z, I guess, is like going into more like artistic and like other fields so I feel like parents are becoming a little more open to like every kind of field and so yeah that's something new I want to add in computer science it's also added to the presets you know there's um yeah yeah definitely <laughs> like I have one but like I don't really know how to like word it like you know how like um you have to like balance your ethnic origins like mixing your culture into like the American culture I feel like that can be difficult I don't really know how to like word that yeah no that yeah yeah because like talking about like the two cultures versus whitewash kind of like how do you bring in your ethnic self with the how with the new culture of America and like you start to lose it kind of because you're become more accustomed to America, but at the same time you want to celebrate your own culture, but then everyone's like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. And then like, if you start participating in American culture, like other people will start calling like, I see this with Daisy girls, like they call them like whitewashed for participating in American culture, but it's like, difficult because it's like you have to balance like your ethnic origins and then this American culture and then also like um if you show like too much of your culture sometimes people who aren't a part of your culture will make fun of you because they don't really like understand so it's like kind of difficult finding the balance for some people do you guys want to say anything or add anything yeah, I feel like it's kind of impossible to win. Like, people either think you're too cultured or too whitewashed. Like, just no answer. And also, like, when you think about going back to your home country, you're like, do I really belong there either? Because they'll probably call you, like, an overseas Nepali or, like, an overseas uh, Indian in your guys's. But, like... Like, do I feel accepted there or do I feel accepted here type of vibe, you know? And I feel like a lot of people want to find the balance, but like, like they don't see other people doing it. So then they just like hide it. And they're like, if no one else is going to show their culture, why should I? And then it's like, you get really um, 
okay, cut that out. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you get insecure. I don't know. Like you, if no one else is doing it, why should I like put myself out there kind of thing? So yeah. And also with like the guys, the um the I don't know, like the men sometimes are too whitewashed as well and then they get bullied for it. And then if you're too cultural cultured, you get bullied for it for also for the guys as well. Cause I've seen it happen in like Valencia. Oh well, the school I go to, um <laughs> I see it happen to the school I go to. Like some some Indian boys are just too whitewashed and some of them are not. And then so I also know they're probably like how to handle the balance but I feel like they shouldn't really I don't know it's like weird and sometimes they use their culture when it's like when they want to use it to make an advantages for it kind of like that and they also have like this wanting to prove themselves prove themselves to the white people kind of and it's like really like ooh. yeah I feel like most people feel like they're living like a double life like they have their American side and their daisy side but it's hard to find the balance like everyone said um but also like when you guys go to your like home country I guess do you feel like out of place sometimes like do family members there make you feel out of place because <laughs> like for me because when okay so Nepali was the first language I learned when I was a kid but then because I lived in America I had to learn English so then I don't know how to speak it anymore, but I understand everything. But like, because of that, like, it's hard to communicate with my family members who live in Nepal. Like some of them don't even think I understand what they're saying, but I do. Um, And like, yeah, like I can't communicate with them. And that really sucks. Cause it's like, I can't speak with my grandparents or my aunts or uncles. Like I understand what they're saying, but I can't talk to them. So that's kind of difficult. Do you guys have something similar? <laughs> My voice sounds so weird. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys have similar experiences? So, yeah, I think the same thing happened to me. English was not my first language, but now I can't speak um, Tamil that well anymore. But when I do, all my relatives, they like to make fun of me because they're like, oh my gosh, you have such an English accent. Uh, American accent when you're talking and I'm like I know and it just makes me feel like self-conscious but yeah yeah same I can understand Malayalam but I can't speak it anymore because like we moved to the U.S. and everything but like everyone always has to point it out whenever I like try and like like Shruti said, you feel self-conscious because you sound too American. And like, whenever I go to India, everyone like knows my family as like the family from America. Cause like, it's like, we're the only ones living here and everyone's living there. So like, it's just like, we're like the odd one out. But yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, back with like the speaking part, we're all living like the same lives because I used to know it when I was younger, but now I don't, but I can understand it. But when I try to say it, they always sound like, oh my gosh, you sound American. And I'm like, thanks. But yeah, also it's like, yeah, like being like the family that made it to America. They feel like, I don't know, they kind of feel like we're like holy or something, but it's not that great over here. Like, come on now. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like 
uh, our family being like the one in America, their standards for us are like even higher because we live in America. And so like whenever my grandparents call or something, they're always like, how'd your test go? Like, are you the top student in your class? And I was like, I don't want that much pressure on me just because I'm living in America. But I feel like the standards are even higher. And then like your parents like flood into that too and then like everyone's like so when are you becoming a doctor when are you going to college where are you going to college too <laughs> and like you just like feel so overwhelmed by all these like stuff and also like when I go back to Nepal sometimes you know they have like the ritual like especially in Nawari tribe they have like the rituals and that stuff and like I kind of feel left out because I don't really understand the meaning of it and I know also my parents feel kind of sad because they don't get to go back to Nepal and experience what they've been experienced when they were younger so it's kind of like you're missing a part of yourself because you can't see your culture in real life and see like a year on what they do and the different types of holidays they celebrate and that stuff yeah I feel like here there's not as many like ways for you to like explore your culture I don't know like there's not many culture like things for like people to do here like I know for like Indian culture like there's only like a few events like a year but like if you're in India they'd be happening like every week but since we're here we can't really do any of those and now with corona we can't do them at all so like we're missing so much which are like things like our parents would be doing like every day that we never get to like you feel like you're losing a part of your heritage like just like not being able to do all those things I think like a part of that might come from the fact that okay so like you know for like Diwali personally in India they give everyone the whole week off but I remember when we were here I think it was like the week before finals week so like we were like really stressed and like I I feel like it's hard to like I was stressed. I was like focused on school instead of focus on focusing on celebrating the holiday, which I feel like that's a part of the problem too. Like, you don't really have time to, which is sad. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there are a lot of holidays celebrated in like other countries that are like not holidays in the United States, and they're like at the worst times. Like Shreedi said, finals week, or like they're at like some other really stressful time, but we don't even get like the day off. Even though there are like so many people in the United States who celebrate that holiday, like Shreedi said, Diwali, so many people like celebrate Diwali, and I'm pretty sure there's like some for Nepali culture too. Like a lot of holidays are like holidays in other countries, but not in the United States. And there's like so many people who practice that, like who celebrate that holiday, that it's kind of like unfair for them to not get the day off yeah yeah and I totally agree like America is a very different situation because people may argue but this is America you know but like America is such a different like country than the rest it's a melting pot it's many different cultures into one country so we have to take into account everybody as well you know what I mean same thing with Diwali it's celebrated by a lot of people in America you know and like this year they did do some there were some steps itty bitty steps but I feel like we should take more steps to be more culturally aware of like different holidays for any culture including Desi and like any other type of culture 
maybe one thing also is also like um representation especially for like i guess us since we were a little younger before like representation of different cultures started coming into american media but like i guess from my personal experience when i was younger there wasn't really that much representation in america D differing if i was in nepal there would be more representation of my me of like my skin type my skin tone rather than america there wasn't really that much representation and like the only disney princess i could relate to was jasmine even though that's way far off from my culture so yeah yeah like the only people you see like who are like somewhat like you are like the really stereotypical versions of you like you don't really want to uh and most people don't really want to like associate with the stereotype so yeah another thing is also like our parents with their wild stories about how like they had to travel the mountains to just get to school yeah yeah, my parents like to say that story too. I think all Daisy teens have heard some sort of story similar to that about their parents like going, like struggling to get to school because they had to cross an ocean and climb a mountain and fight a wild animal on the way just to get to school. I would love to visit the mountain they had to climb. Like, wow, they're so talented. And also like the chop, I don't know, like chopping heads of the chicken to just eat dinner or something like that. I don't know, they would just come up with the ones. <laughs> oh, and also like cultural foods, you know, sometimes I don't like some of the cultural foods and my parents just look at me weird. I think like, I don't know, I'm accustomed to like hamburgers, not hamburgers, I don't really like hamburgers, but I get accustomed to the American food, I guess. So I can't really get accustomed to my cultural food sometimes, but I like most of it. I was just thinking about it the other day, like how much I wanna to go to India just because I miss the food. Like the food there is like so good. And like the food here is like, I mean, like the Indian food made in America is good, but it's just not the same. Like it doesn't taste as good as like food in India. And like, I want to go back so badly just to eat the food. Like the food is like my favorite part. I just need to go to a Pani Puri like stall. Like I just, I need it. I hope you guys enjoyed our discussion and related to it to it by being one of um, a Desi teen, a first generation Desi teen in America. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and I hope you've enjoyed this as much as we did recording. You can. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and i hope you've enjoyed this as much as we did recording you can find us on instagram at dear daisy youth feel free to dm some questions or topics you would like to see in future episodes thank you Yay. <laughs> Bye.